Hi guys, welcome back to Check That Play. Your NBA dose for everything on and off the court. This is me, Shashi, and we have Abhijit with us. Today we are going to talk about a very special thing, a very debatable thing, something which people debate a lot about. Everyone has their viewpoints on that, and I'm pretty sure you guys would have guessed it by now. And that is the top ten players of all time. Now. why do we bring that why do we bring this conversation back or why are we having this conversation is because of something that has happened recently the fact that stephen curry has won four nba rings now and he's won that one thing that was missing from his trophy cabinet which is the finals mvp he's won it so the age old question that gets asked is stephen curry a top 10 player is he not a top 10 player who are the top 10 players and all that so today we try to answer we try to answer uh, you'll hear from me and abhijit both as to what are our viewpoints what do we who do we think is part of the top 10 list what are the criterias that uh, made us decide who are these top 10 people or top 10 nba players so over to you abhijit what do you think well this is going to be uh, either say there are only two things either we gonna agree to disagree mm-hmm. or the most probable because i don't think that we have agreed on anything at all no no we have also agreed on the fact that i'm the better uh, podcaster between us two no? yeah i i remember you told me you telling me that you had that discussion in your dreams but anyway so basically there are only two ways but when we will agree to disagree or second we going to take this and extend it to the end of the podcasting world at least this one that's for sure what do you think let's just let's just discuss on that first what do you think you think we'll agree or we'll agree to disagree or we'll fight there are three scenarios i think well knowing you know taking everything in consideration the history between us the i mean the agreements the disagreements and everything we're going to take this battle even when we are about to die <laughs> i i just let everyone know that uh, we are not in a love hate relationship or we are not committed to each other or anything but yeah just putting I, it out there as if as if i am going to stoop so low huh. <laughs> <laughs> man you have lost warriors have won boston has lost mahami has lost okay it's time that you stop putting me under the bus see that was yesterday and today is a new day okay this always a new beginning and you fall in order to succeed mm-hmm. something that sashikant might never know because all he had was women coming to him for autographs and him his team winning against all the grades because he was playing so great quote and quote so yeah he doesn't know what happens when you fall down but remember when you fall down you get back up and you become stronger so shashi remember i just fell down i'm going to come back <laughs> we'll see we'll see you know on a side note abhijit um, i have a dream and not a dream but uh, i i hope that i achieve it sometime but uh, when you're talking about falling down and rising up uh, this is again on a very personal note that i want to get a tattoo done 
a tattoo which is basically which goes around a saying in Japanese, which is you fall down seven and you stand up eight. It it just means and it just talks about your resilience. The fact that every time you fall down, you wake up, you stand up and you stand up even as a more, a better version of yourself. So, you know, we, we've all faced all the, we've all faced miseries in our life. We've all faced failures in our life. So, yeah, but okay. Coming back to the discussion, I know you're going to point out to something uh, quote unquote a motivational speaker. No, 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 no. That is that is that is old now. That this is something that we are doing regularly. So this is a part of show now. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, let's, I'm not... let's have let's have a dedicated section then. Oh, motivation or something like I we we need to we need to name it something like coffee with Karan or something on that or something on the similar lines, beer with Bitu or or something. I'm not going to be a part of it for the viewers, for the listeners who are going to listen to this podcast. I'm not going to be a part of it. So don't blame me and do, or don't criticize me for that. It's all Sashi. It's all Bitu. It's all this guy over here um, The next in the next screen for you, the next voice. Okay. So please, for any, for any queries regarding that segment, contact him. Okay. Let's go, Vijit. What do you, where, where do you want to start? So I was thinking that we start with the criteria. Like what are the, what is your criteria to say that these are the people that I'll probably put in my top 10? Do you want to start with that or do you want to directly jump into who are your top 10? Actually, let's jump into top 10 because while discussing the criteria will come again. Because let's, let's be honest, whatever criteria we're going to say, we have to give an explanation why that particular player is in our top 10. So the criteria will mm-hmm. get repeated itself, most probably. So let's let's start in reverse order. Let's start with you this time. Okay, let's let's do this. Uh, let's start with uh, ten. I was also of the same point, and let's just go one by one. So I'll name my tenth player. You name your. No, 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 no. That that will that will mess up a lot of stuff. You just go with there. I'm taking notes, and then I'm gonna tackle back because that. No, no. Be uh, let's <clears throat> let's go. Let's go one one. So we'll we'll see who are you placing who where. And then at the end, what we'll do is we'll give out all of our names together. I'll go first and then you go second. Um, okay. Perfect. So, you know, Abhijit. First, um, on, first uh, honorary mentions to those who are yes. not my top 10, but if they are in top 10, mm-hmm. no questions. Yeah. Go ahead. For me, I'm, I'm, okay, first, uh, okay, let's go either way. Okay, let's go uh, five, five at a time. That would be better. Okay, how are you? You're the boss here. So, how are you agree? Yeah, I'm the boss. I just need to get a t-shirt on it. So, um, <laughs> first of all, honorary mention. For me, Tim Duncan is an honorable mention. I don't have him in my top 10. But mm-hmm. if anyone puts in top 10, from six to ten, like he has, mm-hmm. he he has that resume to be considered in a top ten guy. Okay, fifteen um, time All Star, five time NBA champion, plus three time Finals MVP and two time MVP. He was also uh, a, a all defense fifteen fifteen times All Defense. That solidifies him as and plus the fact that he is so basic. 
the best part about tim duncan that most people might not know or most people like at least uh, those guys who, the guys who are watching and say jamond or uh, luka doncic or everyone everyone of them are flashy tim duncan was never flashy he was basically fundamentally strong his foundation was so 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 good that nobody argued by the time he won his third championship i believe in 2005 nobody argued that he is the greatest power forward ever and by the way his career didn't end over there so for me tim duncan a great leader a great culture setter a great mindset and by the way has a high iq too he can pass the ball uh, because uh, for his career he have like for his career he averaged 3 assists but you won't see the assist count as he was passing the ball and he was giving it he was trying to give it to the open person i actually realized it when i watched 2014 nba finals a old 36 year old 36 year old tim duncan uh so 36 or 37 uh, 37 years old tim duncan play the game uh, against miami heat and the way he dominated the game not by you know scoring 20 points or something like that but just by being there and facilitating the ball all around the all around the court so for me tim duncan is an honorable mention and i put him if anyone puts him in top 10 i i got no problem perfect perfect uh, that came as a surprise you know abhijit uh, i wasn't expecting that but let me unexpected with me come on <laughs> let, i i'm just guessing now if you have tim duncan not as part of your top 10 who would it who would you have replaced him with is it hakeem is it oscar i don't know but we will see i probably i am i am guessing you're putting hakeem in top 10 over uh, tim duncan but hey, we, we'll see listen hey the listen podcast. Did anyone ask you about the spoilers? <laughs> What's your own okay, list, let man? Me, yeah, let me let me put my honorary mentions. So I'll mention two people. I'll mention okay. two players. Okay, one is um, Hakeem Olajuwon, and the other one is Oscar Robertson. Hakeem Olajuwon, two-time NBA uh, NBA champion. I still feel if Jordan wouldn't have gone. and played baseball for those two seasons hakeem wouldn't have had his ring and his finals mvp so dream. so yeah i you know you know he came back right he came back 96 what did they do he came Dude, back 97 i'm going to just say there. i'm just going to say those two years okay what what those, especially those two years 1995 and 1996 okay uh, sorry 1994 and 1995 those two seasons i'm just going to ask you this what other things happened what were the team changes what was the team of the rockets looked like how many players they have decimated on their path on their path to the championship you look at that and plus the way hakim was playing that dude is a quadruple double on any you know like, there's no end to discussions like these you can simply i can simply point out and say what if draymond green wasn't ejected in game 5 uh, or oh, sorry what if draymond green was playing game 5 of 2016 nba finals maybe things have, would have been different but you look at if you look at it from a perspective that jordan won it in 91 92 93 okay went back 
played baseball for one and a half year came back in 95 played half of the season played the played the playoffs i think they lost to they lost to uh, uh, orlando i think the orlando with the uh, shack and they lost to them yeah shack and penny they lost to them in the 95 uh, eastern conference semi finals and then he came back full fledged 96 season had the best season until had a had a season of 72 10 and he won it all so come on man so i'll coming back i one of my honorary mention is hakim olajuwon and the other one is the big o oscar robertson nba champion 1971 nba mvp 1964 12 time nba all star three time nba all star mvp nba rookie of the year for 1961 and the list just goes on on and on he's been added to the 35th 50th and 70th nba anniversary teams as well so these are my two honorary mentions now let's get to it let's get to number 10 first I'll we are going from go six, uh, like 10 to 6 now right okay We're going to ten to six. Yes. Okay. So you know, in the last one month, I have uh, in the last one one and a half month, there's a lot of hate that I've had for Celtics people for a very specific reasons, and and that still continues. There's no hate here, but uh, you know who you already know now who's on my tenth now, and that's none other than Larry Bird. So Larry Bird is my number ten, three-time NBA champion, nineteen eighty-one, ninety-four, ninety-six, two-time Finals MVP, three times most valuable MVP. That two year on year on year from eighty-six till eighty-four till eighty-six, twelve-time NBA All Star. He was part of the nineteen ninety-two Dream Team. He was, I think, he was one of the players. With Magic Johnson, who led, who was the face of NBA, from I think in the in the nine in in the in the complete decade from to nineteen eighty till nineteen ninety before uh, Jordan took over. So I have him as my tenth player. Then moving on to the next person, he was a beast of his own. This guy just. Didn't know where to stop. This guy's numbers are off the chart. This guy is probably fifty points per game. I don't know how many rebounds per game or what not. This guy is Wilt Chamberlain. I can see that Avijit is <laughs> Avijit is already disappointed. I can see his face for people who are listening to us. But thirty points per game. Twenty-three rebounds per game. He's won it twice. He won the NBA championships in nineteen sixty-seven and nineteen seventy-two. And had it not been for uh, Bill Russell, this guy probably would have had more. I can't agree. I would definitely agree to that. He won the Finals MVP once. He's been the most valuable player four times. But you know, these are all accolades. That's fine. But one of the reasons why. People put him. In, in, you look at any of the top ten list, you will always find Will Chamberlain. Even though he doesn't, he has not won that many champ NBA rings, or he has not won 
has not won that many he's just had one nba finals mvp but the kind of numbers that wilt has put in and that too like year on year on year he started his rookie season in 59 and 60 and then he, the dude was averaging 37 points per game and then 38 the third season that he played in he was averaging 40 point 50.4 points per game and that's that's just unheard of i still remember one of the seasons when james harden had what 37 points per game and people were going crazy see you know we can always argue that nba back then was in 48 minutes and all those things but still averaging 50 points per game over a season is no joke and that too his average like all his career he's averaged almost 30 points but if you just look at season on season he's gone 37 38 50 44 36 34 38 and these numbers are they're not easy numbers that to playing in that guy was just a beast so i have him at my number 9 number 8 is someone that has that is my idol someone i have looked up to some someone that i have there's a reason why i i play with the jersey number 8 re that the mentality of this person is talked for i don't know everyone talks about this guy and this guy is not with us anymore sadly we couldn't see his uh, we can't feel his presence anymore now we couldn't see the greatness of the late kobe bryant at what he would have done off with his with his hall of fame speech or how would it have been when he was coaching his daughter how would she have turned out and we missed out so on so much because of that but coming back to his illustrious career you know three peated with the lakers then they were once shack left they were irrelevant for a lot of years i won't say very irrelevant but yes they were not the best or they were not they were probably contenders in the western conference but then came back again 2009 and 2010 they won it twice two times in a row with phil jackson and he won the finals mvp this guy is again his mentality is been talked about for so there's a reason why mamba mentality exists there's a reason there are so many stories about kobe bryant and his mentality there's a reason why all these nba players who have played with him talk about how much he how much of a hard worker that this guy was and you know and and the accolades that he has they speak for themselves five time nba champions two finals mvp a most valuable player and that and then 18 18 nba all stars and you know he one of the things that i always would consider in a nba player is the fact that how good they are how good they can be with offense but what is it that they add what value are they adding when it comes to defense harden can be a great player on on offense but harden is 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 a defensive liability same goes for luka doncic luka doncic is a player who averages what 33 34 35 points per game in the post season but we all know that he is not that good of a of a defensive player but kobe bryant kobe bryant 
as good as he was on the offensive side he was equally equally badass on on the defense he had nine nba all defensive first teams that's that's nine it's 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 something that's unheard of and he had two nba all nba all defensive second teams that's 12 nba defensive teams in total so and that just goes on to prove how badly he wanted to be the best that has ever played doing it on both sides of the court so there we go uh, uh then coming back to my eighth now sorry coming back to my seventh seventh i have put someone who's being called the most dominant player to ever play this game shakil or neil you know shakil or neil the big diesel this guy sorry the big diesel yeah man four nba championship repeated with kobe bryant and you know people can always argue that why why have you kept shaq over kobe there's a reason and 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 i'll, I'll give you the reason from 2000 until 2002 all the rings that lakers won with with kobe bryant with phil jackson with shaquille o'neal he was the nba finals mvp in all of those three you know and he was he, he was the most valuable player in, in 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 one of the season so and and there are other other accolades as well that that go along with him but uh, i'll quickly jump on to my sixth uh, and that's that's tim duncan so i've kept tim duncan as sixth stayed with just one franchise all his year born and and abhijit has already talked about all of it but i've tim duncan you know i always feel the kind of recognition that this guy should get he is he's not gotten it now anything can be the reason the reason can be that of the fact that how humble he is of the or of the fact that he probably got overshadowed under under greg popovich or or the fact that he is not that flashy of a nba player that everyone else is like i still remember watching the mini documentary of spurs versus miami heat for 2014 and the guy was wearing a jeans and a t-shirt coming to a post conference post uh, post game conference and and that's just something that's not of heard of players who are earning millions of dollars so i've kept it at 6 so yeah that's my list uh, 10th larry bird 9th will chamberlain 8th kobe bryant 7th shaquille o'neal and 5th 6th tim duncan <laughs> Okay, uh, for viewers who just had a most irritating part of their life, well, I'm here to save you. <clears throat> so, you about Abel, I'm gonna go and dive into my top ten. See, when I came to top ten, forgive me, but when I came to top ten, I was like, okay, let's agree to disagree. You know, I was mm-hmm. in that mindset. To be honest, I was in the mindset until I realized that I am having a this uh, talk with Sashikant. and my mind was like oh there's no agree to disagreement over here so with that being said list is good order is somewhat wacky because in my order uh, I, for the 10th best player i'm going with shaquille o'neal the reason is being this you say the 3 years okay he being the finals mvp being best player in one series being best player in a One year, two year, three year, four year is good, but 
when i look at the post post seasons here's what shaq has to accomplish and shaq was scoring shaq was doing all these things there he was he was dominant in everything but you just realize that in his career he in 19 years career he was a four time nba champ three time with kobe one time with d wade three time all defense he was he was three finals mvp and one mvp just one mvp and being such a def- being just a big man he was not that good and good great on on sorry being great on offense he was not good and good great on defense that's why i am in 10 but i will say this he is the most dominant player ever if anyone can come close to would be that will chamberlain and he will be later on he later on we're going to talk about it but i don't see anyone stopping him on offense at all until unless you follow him out which happened in game 4 2000 finals the 2000 uh, game fours uh, against i think it was pistons um um forgive me if i'm it i think it was sacramento kings yeah the legendary legendary series between lakers and sacramento kings he fouled out and kobe took, took over so the way only way to stop shaq was that and shaq could only stop him even though it was foul foul let uh, for people uh, i'm just going to put it out there i didn't watch shaq when i was growing up okay but when i watched his highlight i'm like would you call that as a foul or would you call as a no foul is that a foul or no foul that was the biggest question in my mind and when i checked it the referee had the same issue so shaq is 10th best player on my list and he is the 10th best player because the 9th best player actually defeated him on his way to the championship and that is hakim alajon for every reason he's a two time defensive player of the year two time finals you're MVP. keeping hakim you're keeping hakim alajon over tim duncan yes okay. yes because dude okay. his footwork okay. okay okay and by the Nothing way said. i'm going to say this in past probably i'm i'm going to like 201980 okay from 1980 because before then i haven't watched the stats and all but since 1980 and all no player has been a defensive dominant personal i'm like dwight has won three defensive player of the year rudy gobert has got two defensive play but the kind of defense that hakim put on he had quadruple double man the nba said that it cannot happen next match he just went on heat posted another quadruple double and by the way his footwork is still he's still training those guy footworks to and most guys like lebron learned it uh, yao ming would try to learn it his footwork was so impressive and he actually not being just on defense but on offense too on offense too he was just going out and doing like he dude he scored almost as the same equal or just tick below i believe it was a tick below the same points as shaq shaq is a scorer hakim is a all rounder so for me hakim alawajwan is good definitely going to be there he not only that dude being you a you can't big, just put someone on the list just because he's he's a defensive juggernaut no right? as a offensive that juggernaut way, also man you could have put you could have put kawhi leonard right kawhi leonard has two nba rings he has two finals mvp He is what two or three Dude, defensive player of the year, right? Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay, which big man you have seen having four points? Sorry, two point six, two point one, 
ஒன்பதுல the year he dropped the year he uh, he was drafted he was from the second year alone he was the candidate for mvp and he was in the all stars also all stars okay he try and by the way you look at this the reason why i put hakim over shaq is not just his defensive way. name the top 75 player that hakim played with on his championship team but he beat the top 75 teams on his way to the championship there's that's a difference he beat he him and his rockets beat the uh, top center players with shaq charles barkley uh, clyde um and um, i believe uh, come again stockton stockton carmelone dude they Carmelo. beat them to the finals and won the championship two years he beat them and he was also the mvp the only three players to be mvp defensive player of the year and finals player of the year hakim yanis and michael only three yeah. so for me But and nine time all defense it, it 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 boils down i am not i am not placing him against shaq but i am if you're talking about say defensive if we are talking about a player who's a defensive juggernaut as well as someone who's really good at offense and we all know the kind of footwork that hakim has like i also play i try to play uh, post and then hakim has been a player that we all look up to but these are things are there are something very 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 similar with tim duncan tim du- and tim duncan i feel has a better resume as compared to hakim because when i say tim and duncan you know, he's done it he's done it during a time when kobe was very much there in the western conference and west was stacked up west i'm just going to put it out like up. that i'm just going to put it out like that dude he won okay fine who was the best six man for that entire stretch of the decade manignomly who was the point guard that has been discussed that okay he him jason k um Steve Nash, yeah, GP was also playing. They were also great. Tony Parker, who was the MVP that he won a championship with? David Robinson. My question is this: I'm looking, dude. You played basketball. You know it's a team effort. It's not just one person can do it. You yourself has saw saw about it. Until you get, you need to have players who can. distribute the ball you need to have players who can do one particular thing you need to have players who could do their role you know that you playing the center you know that and yet if you put all these things in consideration tim duncan i'm i'm not taking anything tim from tim duncan but tim duncan did it five times with guys who are there at their and on that top 75 okay i'm not putting kawhi leonard over there because kawhi leonard winning 2014 and until that point kawhi leonard was not a top 75 player 
he was not a top 75 player so i'm not putting him as a great teammate that tim duncan had but hakim who did hakim had a guy who was clutch robert horry a point guard who was very great a couple of forwards who were doing their job dude he has team in his role the, all the role players and him being the main guy that's what that that's it that's the main difference that i put hakim because accomplishments do matter uh, of the field or not of the field stats but like you know um, on the field what kind of impact you have whether it is like leadership plan making game planning um, so game planning or putting on defense not being ball dominant everything all these things matters but also the fact that how you won the championship how you and not championship how you maintain the status how you maintained your team relevant the entire time the entire time so for me it is hakim alajan no, over there and uh abhijit even if you look at the longevity of the career even if you look at how they have been through i even if i look at say nba all star okay or let's let's not look at nba all star just like let's look at nba or nba teams right Hakeem Olajuwon has what six All NBA teams. Tim Duncan has ten. Hakeem Olajuwon has Tim Duncan has what eight NBA All Defensive Team. Hakeem Olajuwon has five NBA Defensive Team. You even if you talk about and two Defensive Player of the Year, dude, he won the Defensive Player of the Year, being the biggest guy with the steel sets. Tim Duncan has five rings. He has three Finals MVPs. He has two. regular season mvps and he is what 15 nba uh, all defensive See, 15 nba that's why i 15. said yeah he has been the best defensive player is one of the best defense top 5 defensive players in 8 seasons how far was he from getting defensive player of the year probably Dude. very close i'm telling you he might have been i know sorry he was a top 5 defensive player of the year for entire decade okay but hakim alajuwon is probably the the he is in the argument of the defensive player for the entire 40 years till now till now we're talking 42 years till now and we haven't seen a defensive player of his defense by the way people actually that makes, that makes you put him in top 10 Yeah, I mean, you do. Dude, it's not about. I'm. T- I'm telling you, this is as I said. It's all about how you took the road. What kind of road you took? What kind of people do you have repeated with the players you have? Everything comes into understanding for me. And plus the count, uh, the type, the type of uh, what you can say, productivity you can give out on a daily, night basis. That's all. These things matters to me because if there's one guy who's taking a load on you. you should be mainly productive over there what is hakim alajuan doing defense okay fine but also his offense he is averaging 21.8 in his entire career and last 3 4 years he was not that good also for me this is the big step tim duncan he was defensive guardsman he was he was doing a lot of scoring too fine but when you look at that the load was shared among a lot of people a lot of people and until the latest stage also the load was shared among a lot of people tony parker and kobe bryant even said tony parker was a, uh, was the guy who didn't give him a lot of rings right tony parker was a teammate of tim duncan and greg popovich 
is in the top 15 coaches of all time is top 2 coaches of all time come on i mean i'm just putting two. out the i'm i'm not putting the rankings because you know for many players many viewers it like differs so i'm just putting his top 15 as you know it is for sure he's definitely there in top 5 but you have to take it consideration also that he is playing he is having the mind uh, help from the great minds in great popovich too so that is the franchise the, that franchise set up i'm not saying that you know great coaches will definitely help you there are few instances where the great coaches couldn't help a great teammate but a great teammate great teammates plus great coach will lead to success will definitely lead to success dude shack and the i'm putting him above shack uh, sorry below shack uh, because shack won three peat and tim duncan didn't do anything to stop it so that's it. that's the reason why i have him um up in my uh, hakim i have hakim over nine and i don't have tim duncan over there next thing the next player is probably this heartbroken you are is kobe bryant because it's i'm i'm telling you right now i was not fortunate enough to play basketball that much because we didn't had that much of coaching or anything like that i was introduced to basketball through kobe bryant three instances made me love in basketball i'm just going to say one of them because this is what kobe bryant's mentality has helped me in my life we're going to talk a lot about it maybe some other day but kobe bryant had dislocated his finger he went to the side bench ask his trainer trainer popped it back and he came back and do you know what that mentality has got him five championship five championship and then all team defense by the way uh, his iq is also high people don't give him a credit but his iq is also high because i remember when steph curry was about to win i think it was like two seasons before he could win the mvp first mvp Kobe Bryant found out that what was the Steph Curry's weakness, uh, and also at the same time he is twelve-time All Defense, two-time scoring champion, fifteen-time All NBA, plus the fact that he was not riding the coattails of Shaq O'Neal. Like you, you people always like let's let's say the fact people say that okay they were all great and all, but Kobe Bryant was a kid and yet he was not riding the coattails of Shaq. He was the player when Shaq was out, fouled out. Who came in? Kobe said, "I got it. I got it." The Shaq left. Who Paul Gasol wouldn't be considered as a you know a great big. He was a good big, but he wasn't that kind of a great big. Kobe Bryant was training him. Kobe Bryant did it with Phil Jackson. That's fine. That's another criteria that we're going to talk about. But him. he made the team relevant he won i mvp during this phase um also mvps but also at the same point he has been dominant and he gave 1000% if you can give you got from kobe bryant kobe bryant is number 7 on my list and it has been a hard battle for me because it uh, sorry number 8 on my list it was a hard battle for me because of the number 6 guy being Larry Legend. La- sorry, number seven guy. Number seven guy being Larry Legend. Well, I'm not gonna go anything up uh, far. I mean, anything uh, repeated that Shashi Gandhi has already told. But Larry has not only won three NBA championship, twelve All Stars, two Finals MVP, three-time All Defense, 
three time mvp but the fact that he won three time back to back to back mvp the only player to do it back to back to back okay and the fact that this is probably something that i won't consider in i won't i won't say that it is a criteria for my greatest players of all time my ranking systems but that dude can talk trash like <laughs> like i the charles barkley i remember charles barkley saying they put uh, i'm not going to again but it was like a uh, color dif- color way, uh, statement he said you guys put a white guy on me you guys are disrespecting me charles barkley don't have any comeback magic johnson he even said we couldn't win the championship because boston celtics were there because larry bird was there and the fact that it cemented his legacy by having the best eastern conference finals mvp the trophy being named after him certifies this legacy that larry bird has so larry bird is all uh, is a top 6 player um, in my a top 7 player in my list sixth one is the guy who is a myth i think you should consider him a great establishing a title as a monster because will chamberlain was nothing but a monster i'm not going to go with anything just one fact just few 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 just a few he scored 100 points 100 freaking points the next closest is kobe bryant when he got all the ball he was given all the ball with the team uh, which was not at great as an opponent will chamberlain score 100 points his of this i don't take again this is another criteria that i don't consider at all of the court how you involved the nba or how uh, what you did outside the court i won't i don't consider it in my top 10 greatest of all time but the fact that he helped 20000 different people is kind of scary and it shows what kind of stamina he has that's scary so when people say shaq is the most dominant player ever i think of that okay there's one guy that can give him a run and shaq even has said Will Chamberlain is the original dominant player, most dominant player of our time, and he cannot accept that because he didn't surpass Will Chamberlain in top scorers. Will Chamberlain. It took Steph. I think it, uh, Steph got drafted in two thousand and eleven, right? Two thousand nine. Steph is two thousand nine. Clay two thousand eleven. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine to twenty one. Twelve years it took Steph Curry to pass Will Chamberlain's. to a highest score highest score record i mean highest scoring record for gsw 12 seasons how many seasons did he play and for the fact that he has also played for lakers and by the way he played only 6 season for the golden state warriors and he created a record that took 12 years for steph curry to break it for and steph curry yeah so i mean the steph curry last year only he surpassed will chamberlain as the top scorer for golden state warriors the record was held by will chamberlain in six seasons so <laughs> imagine and by the way i still believe that michael porter junior has got some kind of dna with will chamberlain because of his face looks similar to <laughs> but it is so funny also <laughs> i have seen a lot of i seen a lot of these posts where compare their photos together and then the fact that how many women will chamberlain has been So, okay, yeah. let's not over that also because that will be a heavily <laughs> heavy time discussion. But apart from that, he had five champ, five seasons with Lakers and four seasons with Philadelphia. And I'm telling you, all three cities he went, 
he dominated the entire league it took bill russell and eight other hall famers all of famers with a red oblige as a coach to stop him and another fact that i'm not put, i'm putting it against will chamberlain for not him being in top 5 because of this mentality he was stat paddling it and he himself said that he could understand the game at first and that's the reason why he later on won starting one championship with jerry west and i watched the game 6 of a gold boston celtics versus golden state for years back in 19 um, i believe it's 1976 i believe uh, let me check i forgot that year but i watched so, again on his second ring yeah his one in second ring um, against boston celtics it was game 7 with jerry west jerry west uh, jerry west becoming uh, the uh, finals mvp so it was the first thing Jay was being, becoming a fan of MVP. 71 or 73. 71, I think. Yeah. So, for me, it, the, when he left the court, okay, Boston Celtics ultimately was the dominant factor over there. With Bill Russell also coaching at the same time. He was dominating the ball. Elgin um, Bear was also going. So, for me, John Hayabalichi was also going. So, for me, it was like, Will Chamberlain was the key, and if he had that mindset, he would have been top five. So for me, six to ten, I'm going to put it out loud. Will Chamberlain, Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Shaq O'Neal. With Tim Duncan again, just to spice things out, for just to spice Shashi out. Tim Duncan is my eleventh best player, greatest player of all time. Take it to the bank. करते हैं करते हैं मैं कट कर दूंगा कट कर दूंगा यू गॉट स्टक ओ शिट ओके मैं देखता हूं and tim duncan is the 10 11th greatest player of all time you can take that to bank or take down to church or take down to beach or take down to any place you want tim duncan will be 11th greatest player of all time in my list close is yours <laughs> you know we i have had my share of discussions with you and as mentioned earlier we can i am not agreeing to disagreeing with you because like there is no agreement here there there cannot be an agreement here to the fact that okay what wherever you, i don't care wherever you put shag wherever you put hakeem but if you're putting tim duncan out of the top 10 bro there is some problem okay just let me ask you this name any five candidates who doesn't be in a top 10 in my list wilt kobe larry and uh, uh, kobe larry wilt and uh, i think it was shack all four yeah. of them we have both common exactly can you actually have, say that hakim hakim 11th and you have tim 11th yeah i can you say hakim is not a top 10 candidate at least he's not he's not and that's the problem See, I respected your decision. See, this is what happens, bro. So you you have could have to kept anyone out. Okay, you could have probably kept Shaq out of it. No, no, no. But Tim Duncan, you... that's that is where you hurt me, bro. Oh, no problem. It is the first. It is not the first time. It won't be definitely last. But hey, listen. For me, I'm just gonna take it because I had a lot of think about. To be honest, I literally had a lot to think about because uh, when the NBA 75 was happening, I just thought of having my top. 
50. I don't take like 75. I want to keep it top 50. And I was actually, you know, researching, doing a lot of stuff, writing all the notes and blah, blah, blah. Me being the geek basketball head, meathead. I was like, you know what? Let's do this. We have time. And um, I actually had to debate a lot between Shaq, Hakeem, and Tim Duncan. A lot. It, it took me days to figure it out, but I figured it out that, okay, this would be, this is after, you know, seeing why I placed one to eight, I went with this. Two. The, these two. You know, that's that's a that's a beauty of the game, and that's and then that is a perspective a perspective that everyone can have. But on that note, I think it was a great. This is just one half of what we want to do. Coming back to the fact that there are still five players left, so we'll end this episode here because we thought that we'll be able to cover ten in one episode, and I don't think we can do that. Me and with that, that that is what I think makes us great. We can never agree to disagree on all the things. But uh, stay tuned for the next episode where we'll talk about the remaining five players. Now, we both know who those five players are. We both agree on the five players. It's we just about the ranking. Agree. It's just about the ranking. Uh, unless, unless Abhijit puts someone, I think, who shouldn't be number one. He puts his as one. He won't do that. I know that. Otherwise, if we, you know, if we wouldn't have agreed on that that thing, the podcast would never have started. So, yeah, there's no disagreement on that. But yes, it would be exciting. See you back for the next episode. Till then, have a good day and we'll see you soon. Uh, just for one note, guys, do watch the next episode because Sashikant is about to be blasphemously wrong and berated. And probably I'm putting it out right now. I'm searching for a new podcast partner. So if you hope that if you are interested, if you don't have, do have a time, contact me and uh, I will take care of the procedure. So yeah, see you next time.